This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Idea to Life podcast. This is the podcast for you if you're getting started selling products or if you'd like to create your own product to sell. I'm Vicky Weinberg, a product creation coach and Amazon expert. Every week I share friendly, practical advice as well as inspirational stories from small businesses. Let's get started. Hello, welcome to Bring Your Product Ideas to Life. Thanks for joining me. This is episode 180, How to Rank Higher on Amazon. Before we get started, just a reminder that if you need help either getting started selling on Amazon or optimizing your existing account to improve your sales, you can contact me for help via vickyweinberg.com or by emailing vicky at vickyweinberg.com. And of course, all of those links in the show notes. So if you're selling on Amazon or it's something you're planning to do in the near or maybe even not so near future, one of your goals might be to make it onto page one of the search results for relevant search terms and you would be right to do that. Um, What I mean by this is that when someone types something into the search bar that's relevant to your product, you come up on page one of the results. The reason I think that aiming for this is a really good call is that studies show that products on the first page get at least 80% of all clicks. The first three listings on page one of the search results get 60% of those clicks. Um, My maths isn't great. Hopefully you're following me here. But um, the key takeaway is being on page one is great. The higher up on page one you are, the better. Plus, most shoppers, and this might even include yourself, it definitely includes me, don't actually even go beyond page one of the search results. And even if people are searching on mobile where you can just, you know, scroll, 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 there aren't pages as such. I don't know about you, but I don't go past the first, I don't know, 10, 15 listings. Once I get that far, if I haven't found what I need, chances are I'll go elsewhere or I will type something else into the search bar if I haven't found what I'm looking for. So if you're not on page one of the search results, it will be much harder to get found. And ultimately, if your listing isn't getting found, it's going to be much harder to get sales. I'm sure I've shared before with you that I often get people contacting me and they say, Vicky, can you help me? I cannot find my own product listing on Amazon. And sometimes they're even typing in their own brand name. Um, Sometimes they're typing in relevant search terms. Um, But whatever they type, either they don't find their listing or they find themselves, you know, they've made it to page 20 or something. And as I always explain, unless you've put some work in upfront into getting your listing found, and don't worry, we're going to talk today about what I mean by that and the practical things you actually have to do, this will be the case. Um, Amazon will always show other products ahead of yours because when you're new to selling on Amazon, you have no sales, you have no reviews, you're a brand new listing. Products that have already been selling for a while, whether that's months, years, however long, that have a sales history, they have reviews, 
will always show up on page one ahead of a new listing. The only um, other way to get onto page one when you're without having the sales reviews and history is by paying for advertising. And we'll talk about that a bit later. And I hate telling you this. Um, well, it sounds really negative. It sounds quite harsh, but it's actually true. And this is all down to the Amazon algorithm. So I'm going to give you a little bit of introduction to what the Amazon algorithm is and how it works. Um, don't worry if you're not completely following this. Um, I just think this is quite useful. So a bit of context for you. So Amazon's algorithm, you might have heard is very secretive. Um, so I'll tell you what I do know, what I've managed to gather from the internet about it. So it's called A9 and the main goal is to show the customer the most relevant products for whatever it is they've searched for, which I think makes sense. So as I've covered before, Amazon is a marketplace and customers are probably on Amazon to shop. It's a bit different from Google where you might be looking for information on something, you might be looking for a solution, but you might not necessarily be looking to buy. On Amazon, customers are pretty much there because they're looking to purchase something. Amazon makes money for every sale made on their platform. So it's within their interest to show the customer the product they think best matches whatever they've typed into the search because they then hope that this will increase the likelihood of the customer making a sale and Amazon getting money. Um, When I say it like this, it sounds, I don't know, a bit ruthless, but we've got to remember Amazon are a business. So let's say you go to Amazon as a customer and you type whatever you're looking for into the search bar The A9 algorithm then analyzes every single listing on Amazon in great detail. It figures out what it's about. It looks at the sales history. It looks at some of the other performance metrics. And then it decides which listings that they're going to show you and in which order. And it does all of this in, I don't know, seconds, nanoseconds, really quick anyway. Um, So that's quite smart, isn't it? (laughs) So um, that's in a nutshell how it works. So to summarize, The algorithm basically shows customers the products that they believe are most relevant to their search because, you know, ultimately they believe that they want to show the customer the products they are most likely to buy because then Amazon make a sale and also you too as a business make a sale and you both make some money. So what are the factors that impact how you rank, so i.e. which page of the search results you, you, you end up on? So there are two things that determine this. One is performance and conversion ranking factors, and the second is relevancy factors. So in really simple terms, the thing that affects where you rank, i.e. where you show up on the search results, most of all is product sales. But the problem is, as I've mentioned already, unless you've already made sales, you're not going to get on page one for your sales history, or maybe not even page two, three, four, five, etc. Because those spots are going to be taken by products that are already making Amazon a lot of money. So even if you've been selling on Amazon for a while, it doesn't necessarily matter that you've been on there six months. If someone new lists their product and they get tons of sales in the first week, however they do that, and we'll talk about some ways to get initial sales a bit later, they're going to get shown ahead of you. So how long you've been, you've had your product on Amazon unfortunately doesn't make a difference I know sometimes people um, get a bit confused of this and think oh you know I've been on there for a year so I should get shown above newer listings that isn't how it works it's about sales because as I mentioned earlier it's all about the more products you sell the more money Amazon makes every time I say that I just think gosh that just sounds so ruthless however I've talked in plenty of other episodes about why I still believe and continue to believe despite everything (laughs) that Amazon is still a good option for small businesses um And part of my reason for recording this episode is to help you, you know, 
yeah, ultimately, if you do well on Am- on Amazon, Amazon also do well, but you won't want to do well. And hopefully this episode will help you to do that. So um, while I tell sellers, and particularly new ones, not to worry about your bestseller ranking. So that's called the BSR and that's something you can see on the listing. The one thing about the bestseller ranking that is relevant is that a better a product's BSR is, the more sales they're making. So if you're wondering who's making the most sales in my category, you can actually look up the BSR or bestseller rank for a certain category and see who that is. And usually, if you type in a search term, it will be the people appearing on page one that aren't paying to be there. So if you want to see who's doing the best in your product category, maybe because you want to look at what keywords and search terms they're using, for example, I'll talk about this a bit later on, um, it's worth knowing who the best sellers are, who the people that are making money are, take a look at what they're doing. I never, ever suggest copying. I've said this lots of times, please don't copy what someone else is doing. But you know, find out what keywords they're ranking for, find out what sort of information they've included on their listing. That kind of thing can be really useful and can really help you. So let's talk about how you can improve your Amazon sales and hopefully get yourself onto page one or at least slightly higher. Page one is the ultimate goal, but of course, you know, we all have to start somewhere depending how you're ranking at the moment. Um, getting on tape page two might be a really good result for you. And of course, the more sales you make, the higher up the rankings you go and the closer to the top of the search results your listing will be shown. So when you first launch a product on Amazon, as I've already explained, you won't have sales, you won't have reviews. And so you're gonna need to put in some work to get both of these things. And I'm gonna talk about how you do that a bit later in this episode. What I want to talk about first is your main priority, your first priority, and that is to have a great product listing. And that listing not only needs to be really well written and you don't just have to have fantastic images and all those things you may have heard me talk about before, it also needs to rank for the A9 algorithm second factor and that is relevancy. So what does relevancy mean? Well, it means, as I've said, having a well-optimized product listing that's a really accurate reflection of the product you're selling. So that's the first thing. Um, and I hopefully that goes without saying that the, the listing you have needs to you know, be accurate for your actual product. Because if you get lots of clicks through to a product and perhaps it isn't what it seems, so perhaps you had some misleading terms in the title, for example, and you get lots of clicks but not many sales, Amazon will start to realize, actually, this product isn't relevant for that search term because of all the people who search it and click of it, none of them go on to buy it. You might have seen this um, yourself. So an example is, I think I was looking at coats once on Amazon, children's coats, and I was looking for waterproof coats. And I would click on listings bit that said waterproof in the title. But then when I went through and read the description, it would say not waterproof or, you know, something along those lines. And I'd be like, oh, that's really misleading. And that's the kind of thing you want to avoid. So let's talk about how to write a well-optimized Amazon product listing. So every listing you write, and apologies if you know this, this might be a recap, needs to have a product title, key features, a product description, and search terms. And all of these need to be really well written and they need to be optimized for SEO. Amazon SEO is all built around keywords because as I mentioned earlier, the first thing most customers do when they go to Amazon is to look for a product, is type what they're looking for into the search bar. Very few of us go into the categories and start browsing through. We just tend to, you know, we go onto Amazon, we're looking for, I don't know, printer paper, we type in printer paper, great, some results come up, we find something, we buy it. 
So this is why knowing the words and phrases customers are searching for when they're looking for a product like yours and including those exact words and phrases in your product listing is crucial. So that's the first thing you need to do. Find out what are actual customers searching for that's relevant for your product. I use Jungle Scout for this. So with Jungle Scout, you can type in some of the keywords and phrases that you already know, perhaps things that you think, well, if I was looking for this product, I type this. Perhaps um, you've got some data from Google AdWords or somewhere else, but you can type in some keywords and Amazon will show you other similar results as well as how many people are searching for the keywords and phrases that you've entered. So that's a starting point. Or my favorite way to use Jungle Scout is to look at other similar product listings. And this is where looking at the best-selling products in your category, as I mentioned earlier, will come in useful and see the exact phrases and words those products are targeting. That's a really, really helpful thing to do to find out what sort of um, text you want to be using in your own listing. So you've got your list of keywords. I should also say that if you want to find out more about Jungle Scout, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. So you have your list of keywords and now you need to start writing your product listing. So the first thing is the product title. And this is probably the most important aspect of your entire Amazon product listing. You get a 200 character limit. You can use as much of it as you want. Um, I suggest trying to optimize all of those characters if you can. Um, And you want to use every keyword and search term possible. So the ones that get in the most search results, assuming of course they are relevant, you want to get those in your title. This is actually a bit of an art because as well as including all of this SEO information, your title also needs to be relevant. So you can't just put keywords in that people are searching for if it kind of doesn't make sense for it to be in your title. The the title needs to make sense. So you can't just do what I call keyword stuffing and just have keyword after keyword, you know, like this really long string of consciousness. And it also needs to entice customers to click through. So it needs all of the sort of the most relevant information that allows customers to think, is this what I'm looking for? Yes or no. So as I say, bit of an art to that one. Then there we talk talk about the key features. So you get five bullet points to use in your product listing. And each of those bullet points has a 500 character limit. You don't necessarily have to use all of these 500 characters. Um, Sometimes if you write too much, so let's say you use, you know, you use 500 characters in all five of those fields, that's a lot of text. So maybe not all customers want to read that much information. Um, So, you know, you need to use a bit of discretion here. But this is but the information you include in your product features um, is also indexed and it's also searchable. So this is another place you want to include the keywords you want to rank for. This is a really good opportunity to give as much information as you can about your products and really compel the customer to buy it. So my advice here is to focus on the benefits of your product rather than the features and really think about what it is about your product that would entice a customer to choose it over other similar products. So as I say, think about the key features, selling the benefits of your product and write them in such a way that you're including as many of your keywords and phrases that you can. So then you have a product description and this is an additional 200 characters and is a great place to add some more details. So maybe some of the features information that isn't quite so relevant for the bullet points. So perhaps um, it's dimensions, perhaps it's... um, I don't know what's included in the package there might be information that you think actually it doesn't really need to be up there in the key features but it does need to be in the listing somewhere that could go in your product description and of course you can also include some of the keywords that you haven't managed to fit elsewhere in your listing 
if your brand is enrolled in Amazon's brand registry, you also have access to A plus content. So A plus content, um, you may have heard me speak about before, you may have seen this in other listings. This mainly consists of images and graphics. So these won't affect your ranking um, as they won't rank for SEO. However, they might really help with conversions because they're easier to read, they can be more engaging than like the typical formatted text. So your product description, coming back to if you use a product description, and I think you should, um, always make sure you format that for HTML, otherwise you're just going to get a, like a block of text, which probably no one will read even if they notice it. So do format your product description. However, remember it is just a little bit of text. If you have the option to use A plus content, do because this can really help with your conversions. I should also say that you can use their product description field and A plus content together. A lot of people don't. If they have A plus content, they don't bother putting anything in the product description. And while I do think like a couple of lines of text might get missed because it adds up for your SEO, because it all helps with your ranking, do put that little bit of text in there, even if you're repeating it in the graphics or in your A plus, which is going to go right below it. Um, do put something relevant in your product description field because, you know, why wouldn't you? And then there are search terms. So on the back end of your product listing, you can add 250 characters of search terms. This is a great place for anything you weren't able to use in your product listing text. Um, and you want to use those characters as best you can. I think that it's important not to repeat any words here because you have relatively little space. I also try and use the plural of words. So... If I was going to put, if I was going to use the word, well, what word? I think I would put books rather than book, for example. Um, and I also wouldn't repeat any words. I wouldn't put, um, I don't know, trousers for women, women's trousers, um, long trousers for women, black trousers for women. I would put the words black trousers, long women. I think I haven't missed any. And then use the rest of those characters for other relevant words. So these don't need to be even if you're using phrases in your search terms, you don't want to be repeating anything. I have got some articles that explain this a bit clearer because I've, you can actually see visibly what I'm talking about and I'll make sure those are linked in the show notes because I think they'll be really helpful. So you've got your product listing sorted um, and hopefully it goes without saying that alongside all of this text that you've researched and written, you also have some fantastic product images as well. So you've got your listing, it's all set up, it's really well optimised for SEO, but as I've said, that still isn't going to be enough to get you onto page one yet. The idea is that once you've built up some sales and some reviews for your product, having all of this SEO work done will help because it will make help you to start to rank organically for the terms you're including in your list. And so that's the ultimate goal. Um, but how are we going to get your first sales? Well, probably the quickest way to get sales on Amazon is to run sponsored products advertisements. Um, so this is basically Amazon's pay-per-click advertising portal. Um, yeah, of course, this will cost you money. You have to be open about that. But I think investing even just a little bit of money now can really help to get things going. And you don't necessarily have to spend a lot. You could spend two or three pounds a day to start. And then as you start making some money, put a little bit more in um, and just start off really small. I'm not saying for a minute that you need to suddenly set a 50 pound daily budget unless, of course, you want to and you can afford to. But you definitely don't have to. 
there are lots of advertising options on Amazon. Um, Unless you really know what you're doing, what you'd like to do, you could just start off with a simple keyword targeting campaign because you've already done lots of work on your keywords and figuring out which ones you need to rank for. And as I say, you can start with a low daily budget, but you can also do video ads if you think your product is one that would benefit from customers seeing a video. You can do ads pointing to your storefront. You can do all kinds of things, but given that we're trying to get people to buy your product and for your product to appear and people to click on it based on search terms to help with your SEO. I think a simple campaign links directly to your product is the best way to get started. You can also use deals, promotions and vouchers. So if your products are eligible and they're not always going to be, you can take part in Amazon deals. So sometimes these are for set events such as Prime Day and Black Friday. Sometimes you can just run a deal. If you're not eligible, you can set up promotions. So this is where you either offer a percentage discount on your product, or maybe you set up a buy one, get one free deal, or maybe you set up a multi-offer deal where if if someone buys three of your products rather than one, they get a, you know, whatever the discount is. You can set these up in such a way that you need a code to redeem the offer, which can be really good if you wanted to set something up for your newsletter or your social media followers or just for friends and family, whatever you wanted to do. Or you can do it so there's no code and it's just available to everyone. You could also set up a voucher, which gives customers a discount at the checkout. These work in a similar way to promotions, although they're open to all customers, so no code needed. Finally, and this is the simplest one, is you could set up an introductory sale price via the offer page for your listing in Seller Central. So for example, let's say your product sells for £20, but for the first week it's on Amazon to get those initial sales, you're going to make it 15. Um, you could set up a sale price and then when customers looked at your product listing, they would see the RRP is £20, but actually at the moment it's 15 um, You set up a little date from when this runs from and to. My advice is if you're planning to use any of these strategies, don't do them for too long because you kind of want to make it a time limited offer. Because if your product retails for £20 and you put it on Amazon as 15 if you know if it's still on that price six weeks later when suddenly it's 20 again people are gonna be like oh I thought that was only this amount of money and you know and it also doesn't entice people to buy whereas if you can communicate and we'll talk about how to do that in a moment with customers okay I'm just new on Amazon my product's going to be a discounted price for x amount of time or here's a coupon that lasts x amount of time that can really help be get people to buy and one of the things Amazon loves or the algorithm loves so I'm told anyway is when you get lots of sales in a short period of time so if you set up your listing and then in the first two weeks you get an influx of sales Amazon will go oh not only is this new it must be really relevant and then that will help with your rankings so I can't tell you which of those strategies is best which one will work for you but it's worth experimenting and seeing which if any has the best impact on sales because remember you can also run promotions discount sales throughout the year or for key events or however you want to do it Um, you also need to share on social media with your email list everywhere in fact that your product is on Amazon it always really surprises me when people set up their product listing but they don't tell the whole entire world about it 
there is loads of promotion you can do for free so you can email your mailing list if you have one you can share on social media and i i'm talking about your business social media and your personal social media um you might feel a bit awkward posting your social media page that you know you've got this product and it's on amazon but don't 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 you need to tell people about it presumably you've created a product because it means something to you um you know you've put a lot of time and energy into it do not be shy tell people you can text or email or phone your friends, your family, your acquaintances, anyone who might be interested. And always remember to ask people if they can share too, because you never know who they know. You could contact groups or networks who might be interested in your product. There's lots of things you can do to get the word out. None of this costs money, by the way. Um, so it's does take a bit of time I think it's a bit awkward I remember when I started selling my first product and in fact probably my second and third as well I felt really awkward or emailing people and going hi I actually um, sell this and here's the link and maybe you want to buy it or tell your friends it felt really awkward but you know what most people will be proud of you for doing it they'll be impressed they'll want to help you um they will share and you never know where it will lead. So, so to do it. And remember, if you are running, running any promotion, sales, deals or whatever on Amazon to kickstart your sales, make sure you mention it. It might help to encourage sales. And if nothing else, people love getting a deal and that might help them to spread the word a little bit too. Um, I also have a free guide I should probably mention here which gives lots of suggestions for ways to get your first sales on Amazon. And I'm going to leave a link for that in the show notes in case that's useful. And um, let's finish by talking about getting product reviews. So this, I'm going to be honest, is always the hard part. There are only so many ways to get reviews on Amazon. um, And there are lots of rules about asking for reviews, what you can say, what you can't say. Years ago, it was the case that you could just give out loads of free products and ask people to review and that's how you know that you'll see products on Amazon that have got thousands of reviews and some of them it'll be because they're really good and some of them it'll be because they launched their product at the time when doing that was okay but now it's not so you can ask for a product review but you can't ask for a positive review and you can't incentivize reviews and ideally you also don't want to get reviews from people that can be linked to you so for example someone that's in your Amazon address book, someone who lives at the same address as you, really you don't want them leaving reviews because Amazon will find out and they might say, okay, this isn't an impartial review because, you know, this is your mum or whatever. Um, So lots of customers also block the emails Amazon sends asking for product reviews. So it's really hard to even ask for them. Jungle Scout, the software I mentioned earlier, has a tool that allows you to do this. And that's definitely worth looking into. With a click of a button, you can send an email to customers asking for a review. Um, It's all Amazon compliant. It actually ties in with the Amazon system. However, as I say, you can't guarantee that anyone is going to do that. Another way of doing this I've seen work quite well is to put a polite request for a review in with your product packaging. Maybe with a QR code that takes customers to the right page that might help however I guess and I'm not trying to say that I'm giving up on this but I mean there are very few ways to be honest of getting people to leave product reviews I don't know how often you review products that you buy on Amazon or anywhere else but a lot of us are busy we don't always have the time um but a percentage of customers myself included will always leave reviews so Another strategy for you might be focus instead on getting as many sales as you can because some of these will organically result in reviews. Um, 
So if the thought of trying to get your first sales and trying to get your first reviews is really stressful, focus on the sales. Sales really is the important one. Um, reviews obviously are great for conversions because you know, it gives a bit of social proof and customers can see, oh, someone else bought this product and they really liked it. And that's all brilliant. But in terms of ranking, which remember this, that's the purpose of this whole episode, we're talking about how to rank higher on Amazon. Sales matter much more than reviews so I guess that's the key takeaway is focus on getting those first sales so you now know what the Amazon A9 algorithm is you know what it consists of you know the things to focus on in order to rank higher on Amazon so as a reminder um, the two things really you need to do is to make sure that your product listing is really well optimized includes all the keywords and search terms you want to rank for and the next thing you want to focus on is getting your initial product sales and reviews if you can but do focus initially on the sales so that is all for today i really hope you found this episode useful thank you so much for listening remember you get a new episode every friday and next week i will be joined by another amazing guest as always if you have any questions about anything i've spoken about in this episode you can contact me at vicky at vickyweinberg.com have a lovely weekend if you're listening to this in lifetime um a lovely day whenever you're listening to this and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you so much for listening right to the end of this episode do remember that you can get the full back catalogue and lots of free resources on my website vickyweinberg.com please do remember to rate and review this episode if you've enjoyed it and also share it with a friend who you think might find it useful thank you again and see you next week If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.